with a Thursday morning look at Radio on the Go Sports. I'm Dwayne Carstens. Yesterday at the Girls' State Basketball Tournament in Des Moines, our area team here from the KLJ area, West Fork took to the court as they battled Remsen St. Mary's. The women of West Fork got down early and just couldn't get back. They were always within striking distance but couldn't complete the comeback falling in the end to the St. Mary's Hawks, 54-41. Our Jacob Zimmerman was there with more details. The top of Iowa East champs, the Region 6 champs, the Warhawks at 24 and now 1 have their epic season come to a close. What a great year it was for Coach Rodney Huber and all the West Fork girls basketball players reaching their goal of getting to the big stage here at State. In this contest with Remsen St. Mary's in the 13-point loss, the Warhawks found themselves down 17-8 at the end of the first quarter and could never quite get back into it. It was a tough day on the glass for the Warhawks as they allowed 18 offensive rebounds from Remsen St. Mary's. And Remsen St. Mary's also attempted 20 free throws in this contest. Individually, for West Fork in the loss, Sophomore Leah Weaver had 11 points. Emma Martinek had an 8-point performance, and Riley Akins had 6. Showing out for Remsen St. Mary's, Whitney Jensen had 18, and Maya Bunkers had 14 as Remsen St. Mary's dominated the glass and West Fork didn't look like their usual self on offense. Once again, your final score from Des Moines, 54-41 as the West Fork girls basketball team has their season end in the quarterfinals of the Class 1A state tournament in the 4 versus 5 matchup against Remsen St. Mary's. Here is West Fork head coach Ronnie Huber after the game. The game obviously didn't go our way, but we competed and uh, we showed that we belong down here. I mean, it was, you know, we, we gave ourselves a little bit of a hole to start with, but, you know, played, played very competitive basketball and, and really left it out there. West Fork senior captain Emma Martinek gives her thoughts as well. You have your teammates and, you know, sometimes you don't always get along, but this team, this team got along and I loved every, every minute, you know, games, practices, like outside of it, we were, we were all friends and, you know, down the road, you, you forget about awards and, you know, you forget about the personal recognition, but I don't think I can ever forget this team and the way, the way we came together as a team is just incredible. And that's definitely the biggest takeaway. The game didn't end how we wanted to, but I know I had a lot of fun out there. I'm Jacob Zimmerman reporting for Radio on the Go Sports from Wells Fargo Arena in Des Moines at the Iowa Girls High School Athletic Union Class 1A State Tournament. All right, thank you, Jacob. And also yesterday, it was North Lynn topping Winfield Mount Union, a lopsided win for North Lynn, 68-36 winners. Newell Fonda won big over Woodbine, 81-60. And Algona, Bishop Garrigan, no contest. Audie Crooks, 42 record points in leading Algona Garrigan over Martinsdale St. Mary's, 67-44, uh, to 44, the final score there. Also yesterday, we mentioned Pocahontas area. Uh, no uh, Ellie Ruffridge anymore, but uh, they still keep winning. They still have great players. And the the um, Indians would defeat Eddieville Blakesburg Fremont 47 to 36 in the first round 2A quarterfinal and Central Lion over Panorama Big 66 to 30 yesterday at Girls State. Also yesterday college basketball men's a uh, lot of points scored up in Mesa City last night as it was Nyack defeating Ellsworth Community College 104 to 99. What a game that must have been. Also the Nyack ladies defeat Ellsworth Community College 83 to 53 last night. 
night in the early game at Mason City. Offsetting a milestone night from number 23 Iowa State's Ashley Jones, Zakia Franklin scored a career-high 31 points, and Wavette Mayberry added 22 as Kansas ended a 16-game losing streak against the Cyclones with a 98-93 victory. Jones scored 33 points for Iowa State to jump two spots in the all-time Division I NCAA women's scoring list to 16th place. She has 2,935 career points. Jones moved past LSU's Joyce Walker and Penn State's Kelly Mazzanti, adding a, a Jones in the Cyclones effort was Danae Fritz, who scored a career-high 26 points, and Iowa State made three in the NCAA record uh, streak that they have for hitting three-pointers in games, and a tough loss for the Cyclones on the road. They slide to 10-7 and seven in the Big 12, 18-9 overall. Iowa State women closed the regular season out on Senior Day, and that will be coming up on Saturday against Texas Tech. The UNI Panther men open Arch Madness in St. Louis this afternoon. They take on Illinois State at high noon in the opening round of the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. The eight-seeded Panthers are 13-17. and 17. They beat the Redbirds twice in a 65-63 win in Cedar Falls in mid-January. Take a look at the games from our the last time we saw them until now, but um, really from a prep standpoint and for our players, it's more about what Illinois State's done in the last 10 days to two weeks. And... Uh, in, in, uh, but it will. Yeah, yeah, there'll be some challenges there just because yeah, we have. We haven't seen them for a long time. And that's UNI coach Ben Jacobson. The Illinois State combination of Darius Buford and Seneca Knight are averaging 25 points and 10 rebounds. You know, our second game here, uh, Illinois State was, was in a really good stretch and playing very good basketball. And, and the game here was a one-possession game. And we were fortunate to be able to um, you know, to get out of that one with, with a win. Uh, and, and Burford played really well in that game. Uh, he and Knight have played really good basketball. You look at their, you know, just their last couple box scores, and and uh, and you see a lot of that from from both of those guys. Panther guard Bowen Bourne has struggled with a calf injury, but did manage to play 30 minutes in the regular season finale against Belmont. You know, I don't know at this point that he's going to get to 100%. We got to get him as close as we can. Um, you know, he's gotten quite a bit of rest over the last five or six days, and. Uh, he felt good enough the day before in practice, tested it out enough, and, and just went live for a few minutes. Um, and so he felt like, uh, just felt good enough to warm up and go. And once he got going, he felt good. And the winner will advance in the tournament bracket to play regular season champion Bradley on Friday. The North Iowa Cedar League All-Conference boys basketball teams have been released. First team selections locally from Applington Parkersburg include Gavin Thomas, Garrett Hempen, and Martez Wigley. Benton Bixby of Dighton Hartford also on the first team. Dighton Hartford's second team selections include Colin Meester and Braxton Johnson. And Applington Parkersburg's Nick Neuroth was selected to the second team. Local honorable mention selections for the NICL include Will Hodges of AP and Devin Lotz of DNH. Camden Davis of Hudson was the league's player of the year. The full list of the conference awards at RadioOnTheGo.com. And several Applington Parkersburg student-athletes recently signed with college football programs wide receiver and defensive back Caden Huntinger and wing back and defensive end Martez Wigley have signed with Grandview University. Tight end and linebacker Jack Eddy and offensive and defensive lineman Dakota Daly have signed with Wartburg and offensive and defensive lineman Joe Johnson has signed with Dort University. Two local student athletes have been recognized for the academic excellence by landing an Iowa Wrestling Coaches and Officials Association All-State team. That's the academic All-State team and that's Dighton Hartford Seniors 
Nick Reinecke and Will Texter were recognized. Reinecke, a first-team selection, and Texter, honorable mention. To be selected, student-athletes must have a grade-point average of 3.75 or higher. Reinecke was the 220-pound Class 2A champion, and Texter, the 2A heavyweight runner-up. And you can view the full list of the academic all-state teams for wrestling at RadioOnTheGo.com under the Sports tab. And Belmont Clemmie girls basketball teams season is over. They fell to Sioux Central in the Class 2A second round. The Bronco girls' year is in the books with a 10-13 and 13 record. While they weren't able to finish above 500, BK did manage to win a playoff game and go 8-8 eight and eight in the top of Iowa Conference. And before their loss to Sioux Central, the Broncos overcame a thriller in a third matchup of the season with top of Iowa West foe Lake Mills to win 51-50. Belmont Clemmie head coach Derek Varner says it was a solid season given the circumstances. From where we started and to where we ended, I think we improved a lot. I think we uh, got better at the fundamentals as the season went on and kind of learned our players and, you know, a whole new coaching staff as well. You know, so it, it takes a while for you to learn your players and what their strengths are and try to find the right offense and find the right defense that fits your personnel. Coach Varner says the Bronco ladies came close to beating the Rebels in the second round of the regionals, but ultimately made too many mistakes. I think our 2-3 zone defense did a really good job taking their threes away and taking their drivers away, and they didn't quite have an answer for that. But ultimately, our offense, we just had too many turnovers. They had two or three pressures that they threw at us and three-quarter court, and we kind of struggled there, and they hurried us up, and, and we tried to force some passes, and I think we ended up with 31 turnovers. I think if we could have cut those turnovers in half, I think we may have been able to win that game. And the Broncos were a youthful team this season, starting four sophomores. Even with that being the case, they got great play out of guard Addie Lamb, who scored 15 points per game on the season on 40% shooting. Guards Shaley Aguilera and Gwen Gabrielson also emerged as scoring options. We're going to attack the basket and we're going to put pressure on that defense. As you know, I really think Shea can drive the ball on almost anybody. I think Quinn can drive the ball on almost anybody. I think Addie can. With those three especially, they just need to be more aggressive on offense and, and look to drive. And the Belmont Clinic girls basketball team only loses two seniors off this year's squad. Taking a look at what's going on today, girls' state basketball tournament all day long, 5A, 3A, and 4A semifinals. You got Johnston against Ankeny Centennial at 10 a.m., Pleasant Valley against West Des Moines Dowling at 11.45, Vinden Shellsburg against Benton at 1.30, Solon Spartans against Sioux Center Warriors at 3.15, the Dallas Center Grimes girls against Ballard, a big Central Iowa rivalry there. That'll be at 5 o'clock, and then North Polk place. Sioux City Healings Crusaders at 6.45 at the Girls' State Basketball Tournament. Also today, women's college basketball, Drake hosting Missouri State. And the game on KQCR, it's Arch Madness from St. Louis as Northern Iowa men play Illinois State. Again, that's live on KQCR, 11.30 a.m. pregame and 12 p.m. noon is the tip-off from the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament over on KQCR. That's going to do it for Radio on the Go Sports. You have a terrific Thursday. I'm Dwayne Karstens reporting.